0: gentlemen let's broaden our minds Lawrence,
1: cody what is your favorite word oh fuck (laughs) is that it or you just can you not think of one
0: i'm i mean i don't know it's a good word though okay funny
1: what's your least favorite word School. <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
0: What the fuck?
1: I don't think that's meant to be in the like, suggest in such a suggestive way. Just like I think that's just how people talked when this was written.
0: Does it? What was the question again?
1: What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
0: Movies. <laughs> what turns you off? Um, bad TV shows. What? <laughs> What is your favorite curse word? Oh, fuck! <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Um, my I like when cats purr. Nice.
1: What sound or noise do you hate?
0: Hate when podcast hosts try to do some weird quiz.
1: <laughs> what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
0: I wouldn't mind being a um, cartographer. That was loud. What's a cartographer? They, they make maps. Okay, it's why yeah, you get to travel the world and make maps.
1: I mean, haven't we made as many maps
0: as we're gonna make? Like, no, is, you are can there map other rogue... stuff. People <laughs> map, uh, like Mars and shit. Oh, that'd be cool. But then it's just a rock.
1: I mean, it, there, there's
0: like stuff in there. It's cool.
1: Okay. What profession would you not like to do?
0: Um, most of them, I think. Uh,
1: Basically every profession. Yeah. Mostly. What wouldn't
0: I like to be? I would not like to be a. a I could do that. I, I wouldn't want to be a. I won't. Uh, a. Ah, oh, fuck me. Um, I wouldn't want to be. Any of those rowers from that uh, picture of George Washington crossing <laughs> the Delaware? I don't think
1: you're going to have to worry about that, so, you know, surprisingly enough. I
0: guess you could... Um... Row crew, basically? You don't want to yeah, row crew professionally? Row crew, um, boat stuff. I don't think I'd want to be in the Navy.
1: Okay. I like boats. Like, nothing wrong with a good boat. And if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hey, Lamal. <laughs> Beautiful, just stunning. What when did I just seen... do? That was the Pivo questionnaire from Inside the Actors Studio, hosted by James Lipton. I've oh, always geez. wanted
0: to give somebody one of those. You know, he's like 90 years old. He's very old.
1: I don't even. Is this show even on anymore? I hope not. Let's let's find out. James, he's 91 years old. But he doesn't look 91 years old. Well, because he's got, like, facial hair stapled to his mouth, you know?
0: Let's see. I hope he is.
1: Does he? I know. Nicole Kidman, Jack Nicholson, Chevy Chase, Daniel Day-Lewis, Denzel Washington, Bill Murray, Warren Beatty, and Sean Connery all declined to be on, on his show. Why? I don't know.
0: I never want this guy to die.
1: I mean, it's gonna happen.
0: You don't know that.
1: Ooh, listen, he's done two hundred seventy-one episodes, and there there have been recent ones: December twenty-first, twenty-sixteen; Jessica Chastain, and then oh, really? Viola Davis in January; Cuba Gooding Jr. in February; the cast of Girls in February, like a week late, like his release schedule is December twenty-first, sixteen; January fifth, seventeen; February second, seventeen; February ninth, seventeen, and then June twenty-second. <laughs> What uh-huh. is up with who's
0: scheduling these?
1: This is the most rain- Oh
0: yeah, had- I know, I just remember him from Arrested Development and it's so funny.
1: Yeah. He's just got the weirdest schedule. Like,
0: there's no rhyme or reason. He's
1: done 267 over the course of what?
0: 20 years, 23 years.
1: Okay. Air date. Some of these are air date unknown. <laughs> what? We're not sure. <laughs> it's it's 1994. We didn't know what we were doing. TV was a mystery. Uh... <laughs> so much Coke. So, yeah. How did they, when did Coke get invented? Um, Too late, I guess. No matter what. No, because didn't they have cocaine? Wasn't, like, doctors prescribing cocaine or something? Well, yeah, in,
0: like, the 1800s, uh, Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it.
1: So that was that was a while ago.
0: I wish it still did. I wish Coke Zero had cocaine in it. <laughs> maybe people awesome. would.
1: Maybe people would buy it. I buy it. I'm more of a. Yeah, actually, come to think of I'm a more. I'm more of a Coke guy.
0: I Coke Zero the fuck. I'm like Scott Pilgrim <laughs> when it comes to Coke Zero. Nice.
1: Uh, so my boy on Jeopardy. Has twenty six thousand three hundred dollars right now. He just answered the question right. Oh, he only bet three thousand. hashtag But main point: the guy that is currently in Jeopardy, Austin something, eleven days, three hundred ninety four thousand dollars. Wow, that is insane. So that's so that's an average of thirty five thousand dollars an episode. Thirty five eight eight
0: eighteen. So you think sh- he's gonna. So how does Jeopardy work? Do you get to keep the money? Yeah. If you lose? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Christ. He's not going to have to be a bartender anymore.
1: No, he will not. Ken Jennings is the all-time champion. With how much? Oh, let's see. 74-time champion, won about $4 million.
0: Jesus Christ. Is he still
1: alive? Yeah. He's actually really... He's a great Twitter follow. Ken Jennings... One of the top ten Twitter follows. He's really funny. He's funny. He's smart. He knows. He loves movies. Like he does. Basically, like he watches seventy, eighty movies a year, and he like does his top ten at the end of the year. He's awesome. I'll I'll ride or die for Ken Jennings. (laughs) Ride or die. Um. But how you doing, Cody? How are you? Enough about Ken. I'm doing all right. You doing good? Yeah. What's what's your
0: beverage of choice tonight? A big gallon of water. Nice.
1: No coke zero liar.
0: no I don't have any.
1: I'm doing water as well, so it's good to good to get that good to stay hydrated really yes. uh speaking of water, uh Josh is currently submerged ninety feet deep in a pool of his own saliva in some sort of scientific experiment like he's in he's in one of those tubes, you know it's like it's solitary confinement, but like in saliva, so Whenever he gets out of it, we'll we'll grab we'll get him back, but um, but until then we've got a lot to talk about.
0: I sure we do I mean we really have only two things to talk about. We have but, a yeah. lot to
1: talk about. First of which <laughs> is the trailer for the Justice League film.
0: Oh forgot about that.
1: The Justice League movie. The Justice League movie.
0: Are you excited? Looks, I sure am. It it's looks about pretty darn a month,
1: darn. Is it a month it looks, away
0: about oh probably less isn't it coming out like in veterans day respective that's baby
1: um i, I mean know.
0: sorry armistice day armistice day
1: so i was saying veterans day uh it's november 17th so we're about we're about five weeks short so sure whatever uh all right it's uh yeah it's it's just it's coming i don't know i've said many a time that i just don't care about this movie i think it looks bad i think it doesn't look i think it looks no different than bvs which most people hated
0: you like batman v superman i know we both do
1: i know i know and i i'm aware of the of the irony and of the lack of just common sense in this whole thing but it's just my thing i go into these being like wow this is gonna suck and Sometimes I agree with myself. Another and then he loves
0: Suicide Squad.
1: Hated Suicide Squad. So the the formula is flawed. But I just don't. My thing is, I don't know how you go through all these last four movies, right, and look at this and say, yeah, well, this will be good. This is gonna I be th- fine. I think
0: it looks fine. It looks good. Eh, I don't know. Well, it looks it, way better than Batman v Superman. It looks way better than Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not wrong technically, except with this is the Batman v Superman, because that one looked like it had a lot more Batman. Um, I just want to point one thing out to you, Cody. Yeah. Combined, Suicide Squad, BVS, and Man of Steel. Combined, they scored 102 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ugh. And on on her own, Wonder Woman got a 92. So. I'm just. The people that think that this is going to be fresh are just they're you're, they're kidding themselves. I'm just saying, like if you think that this is going to be like a Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh, you just get a hashtag grip and just accept that this is going to be bad, but probably stupid and entertaining. So
0: that's just me. I think you're just being a, one of those ye little faith guys, and that's no fun.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, speaking of the trailer. Henry Cavill does show up as Clark Kent.
0: But a ghost!
1: Ghost or like a dream... I don't... I've done... I hate dream sequences, so I don't... I hope this... That's not it, but it probably most definitely is. And something I forgot to mention on our last trailer discussion. Do you remember in the first trailer or in this trailer when they like do a close-up of a stack of newspapers? It's no. like... Do, it's a the it's a, it's a Daily Planet newspapers like in this plastic bag to keep them because it's raining and to keep them from crumbling, whatever. And <laughs> the headline is "World Without Hope." <laughs> like that's a newspaper headline, Cody. Like, how do you gauge the temperature of the entire planet? Be like, yeah, these people they don't have any hope. Sorry. Well, I mean,
0: to be fair, chances are no one's gonna read their newspaper anyway. Yeah. You know because it's a fucking newspaper.
1: That's true. That's true. But it's just, I don't know, that, that's always annoying. like, no newspaper would be that just outlandish and, like, declaring of an emotion. Like, you can't quantify emotions. You know, I don't know. It's that's love, just, tires. Like, well, except that one. <laughs> I realized midway through <laughs> that it's like, I'm talking about Interstellar, but then you came in for the save. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's really nothing that different or nothing that we haven't really seen before like there's no doomsday moment in this trailer which is you know exactly what we the fans have been asking them to not do hey they're listening sometimes they may you can argue they may listen too closely because you listen to fanboys and once you start listening to fanboys things can go awry but uh would you make of the trailer
0: like i said i think it looks pretty darn pretty darn cool pretty good I'm having fun with it. I think I don't know. I, I think Superman's coming back.
1: Superman is coming back
0: AF. I just wish they I just really, really wish he kept his mustache. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be nice. From He's whatever dead. that movie was. It's Mission Impossible. Oh. I didn't see that. Yeah, Tom Cruise it's almost not died. Out yet, is it? No, it's next That's year.
1: No, Tom Cruise almost died on the set of Mission Impossible. Darn. It was, it was hashtag sad. But, Is it? Yeah, his Thetan levels were so low afterwards. It was just it was Oh, Al Ron
0: was pissed. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. Um uh, but I asked this of Josh and he put this at fifty one percent, I think, but well and my mine was like seven or something really low. But what percentage do you put at this being on its way to a billion dollars and and fresh on the rotten tomatoes?
0: Oh, it's gotta be and it's no or? Yes, and both of those two things. It's not fair. Um. 48%. Really?
1: A lot of faith. A lot of faith. Okay.
0: I just think you're becoming cynical. Becoming? More cynical. More? What? Yeah, I'm not man. cynical.
1: I just call... I just know... I, I just trust my instincts. My instincts tell me that this thing is going to be... You know, the people are gonna like the reviews are gonna be like, Oh, it's too long, there's you know, it's just too much CGI, the the it feels like there's a huge conflict in tone because of the directors and it's like, oh, D C back to the drawing board. That's just it's not being cynical, it's just that's what my gut tells me and you know, it's wrong a lot of the times, but
0: Nope. It's right
1: occasionally and You're wrong. I'll go with it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> all you're all I'm hearing right now it's like that episode of South Park, you're just shitting out your mouth because you're so cynical everything that you you just see everything is gonna be bad and that's no way to live life
1: i don't i just think this is
0: that's all star wars is gonna be awesome i know that it's gonna be great you are not even seen a double feature that's true i'm i'm tempted so we'll talk about
1: that when we get there though let's get there right now so let's talk about the star wars the last jedi trailer we're about just two under twenty four hours from seeing oh, the trailer, and yeah, that too. That, and We're
0: two months away from the movie, though. Boom, we did it.
1: Uh, this trailer was fantastic, so good. So, what was it? Take me back last night. Take me to your first reaction. What did you when that when the went when it faded to black and you saw Sean McDonough's stupid face <laughs> and that stormtrooper who was supposed to be staying still but was like twiddling his fingers? What did you think?
0: Have you ever seen, um, interstellar?
1: Uh, yes, I have.
0: You know, that scene where, uh, Cooper gets his messages back from home.
1: Yes. I'm, I do recall.
0: Uh, I was like that, but with star Wars the whole time. That's an old meme from when the, the second trailer came out from, uh, the force awakens, but it applies to this one too.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Man, this movie just looks so good. And I th- I thought that this was just a like an aesthetic choice to kind of set it apart from Force Awakens, but the color red is like aggressive in this Prominent. trailer. Yeah, and the and the poster like I I thought it's like oh red just looks cool and like gets your attention early on. But, like the movie is red. They're like the Falcon is flying through like a something red. A, no, it's a cavern <laughs> of like red stalactites or crystals or whatever. Um, you know, some of the walls are colored red.
0: Uh, it's just... That Jedi Temple is red. You know what I mean? Is it? It's on fire.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. You're funny. You're real funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what other, what other things did you notice in the trailer that caught your eye?
0: I mean, Snoke wearing the best bathrobe I've ever seen in my life.
1: He's much more human than I thought he would be. Like, he has eyebrows and stuff.
0: I'm still... Uh, I think he is that kid from episode three. The,
1: what are we going to do? What's
0: master Skywalker?
1: What are we going to do? I yeah. think
0: that would just be such a lit fucking plot twist. That would be funny. But like some rogue guy on Reddit caught. <laughs> oh, would be amazing.
1: But speaking of Snoke, we do... We hear him talk about how somebody... We're meant... To, we're shown that we're shown Ray, no, we're shown Kylo Ren, but like this move, the trailer's full of red herrings. It's like, yeah, you're, I'm talking like somebody's talking and they show somebody, but that may not be
0: the other person. You don't know who you're talking to. Exactly.
1: Which is exactly how any trailer should be done. Just throw your, throw them off. Um, and all that. But, uh, we do see, we do see Snoke for a couple of seconds and we see like Ray suspended in midair in this room in like a random room. And, um, uh, you know you can see Snoke's gold bathrobe in the background so he's obviously <laughs> you know maybe he's doing it maybe Kylo's doing it who knows but um what's i just what is his deal it doesn't sound like Ryan Johnson cares to really talk about who and what Snoke is uh, i think
0: that's a mo- that's for uh i guess JJ to explore more
1: that's true But, uh, Ryan's, you know, Johnson said, he's like, uh, he's like, well, we didn't really know who the emperor was in,
0: you know, the original trilogy. That's true. But. All right. We'll get him in, um, 10, 11, and 12 then. That's when we'll learn. Maybe. About
1: Snoke. I, I just don't think that you can bring in, like, it'd be fine if this was, if Snoke was just like, I don't know, I don't know, I just think it's weird to introduce a character who you acknowledge, like, oh, he's been around for the original trilogy. Like, he's been, he's, he didn't just, he wasn't just born, like, he's been around this whole time, and just, well, where, well, where was he? What was he doing? It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I think it does matter. What do you think?
0: Well, I'm sure it does, but um, why would he go out and say, yeah, Snoke is blah, blah, blah from episode two, remember? Well, I'm not
1: even saying that, just... You know,
0: I just hope he has, it doesn't
1: seem like Johnson cares, but which is fine, but I hope J.J. does give that character some kind of, some kind of, not explanation, but just some sort of reasoning for being the who he is. Who he is. The, the figure to rise out of the ashes of Emperor Palpatine. You know, like what is, what's so special about this guy? Uh, like, Kylo Ren, I get it. He's, you know, you've, they've set him up very, very well. And they're t- going to take him in interesting directions. But Snow is just like he's just this guy. I don't know. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like I like Miss. I'm all about mystery, you know me. But this is a case where I think mystery doesn't really work in your favor. But um, you need to have a little bit of history, not too much, just a little bit.
0: Uh, the
1: Porg man.
0: <laughs> it's so intrusive. What uh, do you mean? He's unnecessary. You don't like I the porgs? Bet- I like him fine. I think it's fine. He's better than the knee walk. Oh, millions. Millions times better. Uh, he's made to sell toys. Let's not beat around the bush.
1: Okay, well, BB-8 was too. And BB-8's the best part of Force Awakens.
0: But BB-8 also played a role in the plot. Maybe the porg will. I don't think he's going to. I think he's just going to be something cute did- so girls can like the movie too.
1: You didn't just assume his gender, did you?
0: Sorry, sorry. it will be... Z they, they Z sorry. Zim
1: pronouns please. Ugh. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: no, um, oh man, I I know I know they're just he's cute. It's cute as fuck. I want to hate him more than I do, but I saw him roar next to Chewie and it was fucking hilarious.
1: He's like bruh bruh, like he's so cute, like, little penguin,
0: like a seal oh penguin. It's amazing.
1: He's the best. It's the best. Z is the best. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Zit.
1: Yep, uh, and then
0: um, uh, there's a new BB droid which is cool.
1: Yeah, mean mean BB.
0: He looks like the bad guy BB-8.
1: S- Spoo- Spoopy boy is who he Bootsy is. Spook- yeah, <laughs> but uh, some other great moments is Finn and Phasma getting into it and like the. Reflection. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be lit. I was never really that upset with like oh Phasma didn't get to do anything. It's like so he she's, got-
0: she's gonna have something to do. There's this like a time million
1: it. different things going on in this movie. I'm okay with Phasma or any or some random new character to take a bit of a backseat. You know I'm fine with that. I can live with it. And it but it looks like she and Finn are getting are getting their time. Um, and Adam Driver is, oh,
0: man, guy can emote. He's he's a good actor.
1: Like I'm free- I'm freeze framed on a scene where he's like punching a wall, uh, and he's got that cool like s- stuff on his scar to like adhesive or something uh, like that. Yeah, that neat. looks pretty good. I don't. Know, I wish he could just be cool with the scar, but it ma- it makes sense in the future. It's like why would we just leave this? Open well, I'm sure memory? it is going
0: to scar, but yeah, and it's this- like a band aid. It's like a cool band aid. Yeah,
1: and this does take place. Um, you know, the minute after Force Awakens ends, so
0: so he's going to be a hurt boy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um let's see some other uh, uh one of the other kind. of I think it's a red herring, speaking of red by the way. Uh is you know, there's a scene when Kyle is like um he says, uh, "Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's the only way for you to become what you're meant to be." And that's voiced over him flying in his little personal jet and it looks like he's about to blow up Leia. I think that's a. I think that's a red herring. I think that's one of many things that were that isn't what it's shown to be. Like those are two completely separate, it's
0: separate scenes. You think?
1: I think so. It just it makes sense to, you know, move the puzzle pieces around a little bit. Um, also, the 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 ice puppers are cute. They're cool. adorable. And somebody noted on Twitter that like it's it's cool to have an anime fan. Direct a Star Wars movie, and I happen to agree with them because that looks straight from like Miyazaki or something like that. Like I love the the Frosty Puppers.
0: Pretty sure it's straight out of Naruto.
1: <laughs> Mia- I'll be honest. Miyazaki is my only reference point for animation, so I'm just trash. Um, what did you think? What did you think of the performance so far that we've seen from Mark Hamill?
0: I think he looks fine. I saw somebody on Twitter. Say, is it too late to cast, recast Mark Hamill?
1: Yeah, that's all that's I too. want to
0: yeah. fucking punch him in the face, and I don't like this guy anyway. But yeah, you I know like who him. Was, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like You're him. You're the
0: only person who likes him. He's such an asshole. I
1: think he's funny. I don't know. He doesn't take it as seriously Not, as a lot of us do, and I well, it's refreshing. But he
0: just he doesn't he has, that doesn't mean he has to be a dick about it. That's true. He looks fine. Mark Hamill was great. Yeah. There's no reason to be such a douche. I don't, ugh. He is a bad taste in my mouth. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, he, looked, he looked good. I'm just, it's it's just been a while, that's all. That's my only, I'll seed the floor that, you know, he hasn't played Luke in however many years, and he hasn't really been pushed to be a good actor, like a actor act, like be himself basically, and not the Joker in a very long time. So uh-huh. I can imagine he's a little bit rusty and, you know, if if in two months we're saying yeah Mark Hamill was he was okay like he wasn't great I wouldn't be surprised and I'm I'm okay I'm okay with okay and that's that's I don't expect a lot from you know acting in blockbusters this this franchise and this this sequel trilogy has happened to have some legitimately great performances but he just hasn't worked out that muscle the same way that like Harrison Ford has you know and that, that it shows, and that's, you know, there's nothing, that's fine. That's, that's, a, with everything that these movies are, the acting and is one of the things I'm least concerned with. If I get it, great. If it's okay, it's okay. Whatever. And plus Adam Driver's there, so.
0: Oh just, my God, he's so good.
1: He just brings everything up. Uh, and we do get some shots of Leia. She never speaks, unfortunately, but, you know, just, we get to see her.
0: But she sounds a lot like she sounds in the Force Awakens. She looks, you mean? I meant sounds, but yeah, you but got that too.
1: But she doesn't talk.
0: I bet, though. I said, I bet oh, she yeah. sounds a lot like it.
1: I'll take that. Botox bet. to hell. Three hundred dollars now. Okay. Uh, so there are four pieces of dialogue that I wanted to highlight. One of actually three, because we've already talked about one of them. Uh, Snoke said in the first few minutes or first few Still seconds like your destiny. when I found you I saw raw no. untamed power and beyond that something truly special and in that moment we're shown Kylo
0: Ren but do you think it's Ray? I think so do you think they're gonna do the old switcheroo
1: In what In what sense
0: uh Kylo Ren's gonna become a good guy and Ray's gonna turn no I don't think that'd so. be so fucking cool
1: it would be but Ray is such a like she is the best hero of a franchise going right now, like she's over Batman, she's over Wonder Woman she's over everybody like Ray is the you know hero character, and I think yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna kind of push the boundaries a little bit, but I don't think she's gonna switch sides um but I do think Snoke has something to do with um with Ray um and uh. Another another line that's similar to that one to Snoke's is from Luke saying, I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It, it does now. It scares me
0: now. Oh, that was a good line.
1: It's a really good line. So obviously that's Yeah, but referring... it wasn't
0: delivered very well. Asshole. It's
1: delivered okay. He, just, he doesn't sound the same anymore. That's the thing. He's, He's a old. lot raspier.
0: I know Harrison Ford man. sounded
1: the same forever. So yeah, I don't because know.
0: Because Harrison Ford was... Always talking like an old man. Anyway, that's true. That's true.
1: Um, but in that in that scene, Luke is obviously. I mean, I. It's fairly certain. It's he's addressing Ray and referring in the past to Kylo Ren or Ben, Ben Solo. Solo. I'm sorry. I just cannot get over how it. It. It will always annoy me how they mix normal like people names with like super Star Wars crazy names. Star Wars names. Yeah. Like Ray Finn. Come on. Luke Leia Han like Leia Han okay there was those sound galactic sure Luke what no that's that's Ben shut up you got porgs you got job of the hut and then this guy Luke over here
0: can't forget bib fortuna
1: yeah that one too or mace windu you know i don't know that's always me mace windu you mean like game of thrones does that, don't they have like a ned and like a john snow and stuff yeah. like that yeah don't do that.
0: Then there's a Daenerys. Sam and Lord of the Rings. Well, his name is Samwise.
1: I know, but Sam they call him Sam.
0: You know, Mary well, and Pippin. That, those Ned's sound hobbity. In Game of Thrones, Ned's na- ugh, Ned's name is Eddard.
1: Okay, so that's dumb. And I, I so, take I think him think back. You can have. The... I
0: think you can have nicknames for.
1: Yeah, no, that's it. I just don't like it. the po, Poe Poe, come on. I just think you could blend it better. Either go all the way with having fantasy names, or just give them normal people names. Snoke, what? Ah, whatever. Um, so the the stinger on this one is Ray says to somebody, "I need someone to show me my place in all this." And if you look at the background, her background is pretty muted, and like there's really nothing going on. And then it cuts to Kylo Ren extending his hand out, and his has like more. Stuff going on like it looks it almost looks like it's from the Jedi temple earlier like she looks like she's in a cave and he I don't know I'm not quite sure what's going on there but there's a theory that I've been sitting on Cody that okay I didn't have any evidence for it until now and now I think I'm ready to come out with it I think we're gonna see a Prince Zuko situation oh really yeah like, obviously, you know, for those who don't know, in, in Avatar The Last Airbender, Prince Zuko starts out as, like, he's put on a mission from his father, his dick father, to kill the Avatar, to, like, be back in his good graces. And he gets scarred by his father and all that. Yada, yada, yada.
0: Played by Mark Hamill, actually. Oh, in Avatar? What? His dad is played by, yeah, Mark Hamill. What? I did not know that.
1: Cool. Um, and then midway through the show, he kind of switches sides and starts working for the good guys and and all that, because he gets just fed up with the whole thing. And I think that might happen with Kylo Ren.
0: I'm okay with that. I'd like that a lot, actually,
1: because that's how you you know that's how you subvert and kind of switch things up from just being oh well he's just the Darth Vader. Yeah, he's he's the Darth Vader for a while, but ultimately he he gets his redemption. He gets to fight the good fight you know a movie before Darth Vader
0: did maybe
1: i don't know i'm just i'm excited to find out what i like happens. that
0: idea i hope it, they end up they probably won't do that but maybe
1: but then it becomes who's the adversary
0: snoke or yeah donald gleason um,
1: that ideal would be dom hall um but speaking of him we did not see any general hux we did not see any haldo any rose or any uh, DJ uh, Del Toro's character. So, <laughs> there's a lot. A... <sighs> that...
0: <laughs> Sorry. I forgot that he was in the movie, first of all. And then I forgot his name was fucking DJ. I don't think that's like, his cause...
1: name in the movie. That's just something... I think it's... it. Uh, Ryan Johnson said it was like what they're calling him just for, like, for now before they give his full name and identity. I don't know. There's more to him than meets the eye. That's for sure. Um but so we did not see any of those and I'm glad that we didn't because I want, I f- get I have the feeling that they're going to play a very big part and I want to find out. I just, I want the um,
0: Del Toro just to be his character from Sicario, but with a lightsaber.
1: That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, but it's it's a fantastic trailer. It gives away. I don't know. It, I don't think it gives away any big moments, but it's we never know until we go into the movie but there's there's a lot to chew on there's a lot to talk about and a lot of questions with no answers and that's that's always the fun part about these um yeah so any final thoughts on episode 8 trailer
0: mm, just need to not think of it exactly for 2 months exactly it's going to be great
1: Got your tickets? Everything all squared away there?
0: Oh, boy, do I have my tickets. All right. <laughs>
1: so, uh, want to move on and uh, talk about some more sci fi? Yes. All right. Let's talk about some Blade Runner 2049.
0: Okay, can you put in some synth here? Do
1: it! Awesome. I just
0: wanted the. Wow. To... I can't do it, but I think. Uh, i can't wait to uh, find a way uh, uh! so
1: blade runner 2049 uh man i don't even know where to start so we're just gonna let's just do some scene initial impressions scene, let's go no start <laughs> this that uh, the movie's two hours and 43
0: minutes so i think that we might be. really almost three hours long yeah it was didn't Did feel it though feel that's that long.
1: first positive out of the way did not feel as long as it was, which is always a plus when a movie's that long.
0: Got to that point though in the movie where I had to, I had to pee so bad. I know, so did I. I didn't want to get up.
1: I bailed out of there as quickly as possible to I do my thing. Sprinted too. <laughs> Literally, I almost, I almost knocked like, elbowed somebody in the face trying to get to pee, which I should, I should, I should have known. I should have been smarter. I was raised better than that. Um, but initial impressions on Blade Runner twenty
0: forty nine. Oh boy. That, that it was amazing, yeah. Great, great, great piece of sci-fi. We'll start there. And well, what do you what do you think? What do you, what do you got?
1: What do I got? Uh, unlike Josh, I have not. I've never hated Blade Runner. I haven't gotten Blade Runner before. Like I just when I first saw, it, I was like, eh, I'm not feeling this. And you know, I saw I re I rewatched it again in the theater actually. Um. Uh, earlier this year and i was like okay now i and now i'm starting to come around on this thing i don't think the original is ever going to be one of my favorite movies or whatever but and i don't think this one is going to be either but it definitely is in the conversation uh, when i think of the best sci-fi movies i've ever seen i'm gonna blade runner's got to be in the conversation there because this is just this movie is just in it's intense and it's It's phenomenal it's it's phenomenal it's intense it is just it's there's nothing bad about this movie like there's i can't point to one thing and say you know that could have been done better like there's there's things that i liked and there's things that i think maybe detracted from the narrative a little bit but that are just things that i personally don't care care of but other than that it's just a powerhouse of a
0: movie and well i got one thing
1: Okay, well, we'll we'll save those for later. I think we might oh, have the same. It one.
0: was it was more of a joke.
1: Oh, okay, we'll go for it then.
0: I wanted I wanted more of Mackenzie Davis. Is that her name? Who she play? The the sex robot. Oh yeah, <laughs> the girl from Black Mirror. Oh my god, I think I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh like I wanted to see more. Yeah. So let's you know what I mean. Yeah, let's get a couple of spoilers out of the way. So
1: this is we're going all in because this okay. movie's been tightly wrapped up in terms of spoilers. So
0: Harrison Ford is in this movie. He is in this movie.
1: <laughs> By the way, I there's a a TV spot came on the other day uh, while I was watching a baseball game. They're like Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling are electric and they're just showing like different different takes, like different 2 second things of the same like Three scenes that. Harrison yeah, because Ford to be Ryan fair, Gosling, Harrison
0: Ford was in the movie for about what fifteen minutes. Nah, not even like,
1: like he and Gosling had just shared the screen for, like barely, you know. Which,
0: but they're good together.
1: They're really good together. Um. Uh, but so the spoilers coming out of the gate is that, the, K and I don't I love cold opens in movies where like. A character does it goes on some like small mission or whatever, and like that tiny interaction sets it, up the entire yeah. plot. I love those. I love when movies do that. It's 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 so cool. But um, so he, Ryan Gosling, aka K, is a replicant. Is knows he's a replicant and accepts that he's a replicant because he's like an advanced replicant who are who more don't submissive. like question their own exactly. sentience and. Uh, he's sent to take down another replicant played by Dave Bautista, and he does, and he, like, you know, kills him and all that kind of stuff. And he kind of scans the property and he finds a box hidden uh, underneath this dead tree. And in the box are a bunch of bones, and we th- they think it's a human bone and all that. And the coroner is like, oh, you know, they must have died during childbirth or something related to childbirth. And then they find out that there's a serial number.
0: It's a replicant's bones it's because replicant's apparently they use bone. real bones. Boom. Um,
1: and it, a replicant had a baby,
0: and that's a big fucking deal it's because slavery. Deal. Exactly,
1: huge, huge deal. They're not supposed to be able to mate, and yet this one did. So, K- and that's
0: where that's where Jared Leto's uh, character comes in. His whole motivation is just trying to figure out because he needs more manpower. Because he wants to make more. He, I, I don't think it's that he can make as many as he wants thing about it, I think he wants to actually be God. Uh-huh. And he's like, how can I create life or something like that? They need to be able to make their own life. It's weird. He's weird in this movie. According I liked it a w- lot.
1: Yeah, according to the Wikipedia thing, it's um, believing that reproduction in replicants can bolster his production but unable to give them this ability himself, Wallace sends his replicant enforcer Love... To steal Rachel's remains from LAPD headquarters and follow Kay to find Rachel's child.
0: Oh, there's a spoiler there but, too. Yeah, the but, bones belong to the girl from the first Blade Runner movie.
1: Yeah, Sean Young's character. So in plot, he wants them to increase production. But you think in theory and in I think yeah. philosophy, in philosophy. He just wants, he to, wants to, be God. to be God. Okay.
0: Um. I just I don't think uh, replicants really just economically. <laughs> Make yeah, makes sense to me. Okay,
1: and that makes sense. You know, you need a—it's a practical reason for a philosophical idea, and that's what sci-fi has to uh, depend on most of the time because we're all stupid. Um, and speaking <laughs> of being stupid, this movie doesn't treat you like you're stupid. It's a lot of show don't tell. It's a lot of—it
0: it expects you to really know what's going on.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm all, I'm always down for that. I I had to look this. I had to read the plot synopsis when I got home just to be. Sure, I took it all in, and I think I've got like I don't know ninety five or so percent of everything. There's a couple little things I missed, just from, you know, this movie is very distracting for somebody like me who just loves production design and you know, sci fi or just
0: cinematography.
1: God, cinematography. Oh my
0: God. This was the best looking movie.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah. This is this is, if if four K wants to be a thing, they need to. Somehow convince Warner Brothers to give them copies of this and just play. I don't know, like the fi- the best fifteen minutes of this movie on repeat, and just until somebody's eyeballs explode and they just buy a four K TV. It
0: doesn't even need to be like the best scene from it too. It could just be, oh, yeah, true. Him flying home from that job.
1: Yeah, my f- I got one of my favorites was him. Uh, I think early on the movie he was like walking home and there was like a a street sweeper or something like that going through and. He just one walks in front in of headlights. it. Yeah. But actually, uh, let's so uh, we're on the kind of on the conversation. But let's talk. How does this world compare to the originals for you?
0: Perfectly. Yeah? I think it, it continues the tradition. Looks just as good. It it's the same. I think it looks great.
1: I kinda I like I prefer the um I prefer Blade Runner, the original, just because it seemed a little bit more a little bit more. Cluttered and a little bit more dirty, and this one was a bit too refined, I think. And I know it was like thirty years in the future, and things are going to get cleaned up a little bit, but this still is off-world. So these are like this is like the slum of the universe, and I wish it looked a little bit more like that. Um, not I'm not saying it looked bad by any means, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know what you mean.
1: The first one just looked, it had a kind of it was
0: grittier. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, like this was like Blade Runner was like 1970s New York right? Obviously Uh, not in setting, but to compare it, it was like 1970s New York. And this is in 2049 is more like 2017s New York. And I just think if they scaled it back just a little bit and made it a little bit more dingier, that would have been, that would have been more up my alley, but I can't, I can't say too much, you know, too much else. It looked, it looked fantastic. And I would not want, I don't think I would want to live there, but I would definitely want to hang out in this future LA. It's,
0: Pretty dope. Where would I want to live? Uh, <laughs> there. Uh, I don't know. I think I would.
1: Um, uh, yeah, maybe. They got some cool stuff. They got cool stuff. Um, but I gotta say, what my favorite set might have been um, Niander Wallace's place because the oh, it
0: was so cool. The reflection
1: of the water on all of the like the walls and the and, and, and just the. Like, there's a pool of water, and then underneath that is, like, a bunch of offices. And when Love is sitting in her office, and you just see the water kind of shimmering on the on the walls and all that, I was just like, oh, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was so, it was just so cool. I love how water and sunlight, and or just in light in general, kind of bounce off of each other. And just to combine those two things was just incredible. And um, did you have a specific favorite kind of set, or... Area um, of this world.
0: I mean, my I don't know what it is about these scenes, but in every movie I watch, I really like. You I mean, remember it was at the end. They did it at the end and in, in the middle too, um, where they go and meet that girl who's has the compromised immune system. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. You know, in uh, air quotes. S- spoilers, spoilers everybody. Spoilers, big spoilers. She's the baby. She's right, Deckard's daughter. It was nuts. Yeah, it's pretty um, crazy. But no, I like that set. I really, really like uh snowfall or s- slow snow. Mm-hmm. And like like that scene the scenes in China in uh The Martian. Yeah. All of the gray. Just oh, so good.
1: Uh let's I, talk I a little Yeah, let's talk me. a little bit about the cast. Ryan Gosling was Amazing.
0: really good. The perfect role performance. for it.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Definitely. I liked this more. I liked him in this more than I liked him in La La Land.
1: Yeah, no, good. playing a, you know, playing a robot who has who's trying to play a human basically is like a really hard thing to sell for me, at least. And I think he killed it. I mean, he he definitely played the part. Like, there's scenes they hold on him for you know a little longer than normal, like when he's talking to somebody or when he's reading, and you see his eyes shooting back and forth, or like, you know, like he has really good control of his physical features, and when he does, like, um, after he goes and see what he later finds out is Deckard's daughter, uh, uh, you know, when he sees it for the first time, you see him blow up, it is like, it is, it feels like he's trying to, he's he's impersonating what it would be like if a normal person kind of had mad. a freak out, uh-huh. which is good in its own right, and but it just adds an entire new layer when you think, like, he probably... That would, that reaction was coded into him somewhere. Maybe he saw it on TV or something like that, oh, um, God. which is really interesting. Uh, Harrison Ford was excellent as Rick Deckard. He looks great for 75. I mean, for me, this was like... Seeing this movie was me deciding whether or not he could pull off Indiana Jones. I, do, I still don't think so, but I'm a little bit more optimistic. I'm sure he uh-huh.
0: could. I don't want him to, but...
1: Yeah. Uh, other than... I mean. I think the the real bright spots of these are the ladies. And oh, all of them. Anna Robin, de Armas as Joy, which oh is oh my god,
0: that was his little girlfriend, right?
1: His like hologram chick, yeah. Uh, she was fantastic. Sylvia Hex was incredible. She And that's Love. Um,
0: yeah. I have something to. We'll talk when we get further on the plot. I have something to say about
1: Yo, and, her
0: performance. Yeah, Robin White. Robin Wright
1: was solid as Joshi.
0: We're McKenzie. in some some sort of fucking renaissance with her. Yeah, yeah, she's doing she's great. in everything. Yeah, she's she plays the same character and everything, but hey, still.
1: She, so does so does Tom Hanks and uh, uh, who who else? Clooney basically plays the same guy, but hey, real good at it. So I'm down. I'm always down.
0: Gay Batman, you mean?
1: <laughs> exactly. I love that he played him as gay. This the best. It's So funny. Um, oh yeah, she's in Robin Wright's in
0: Justice League, isn't she? Oh, she's what? Somebody. I thought didn't she die in uh, Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah, flashback maybe. I don't know. <sighs> oh, come on, I forgot guys. she was in Wonder Woman. I thought she was in Aquaman for some reason. Whatever. Uh, Mackenzie Davis, also like you mentioned, is Mariette was fantastic. Oh, she's so good. I'm. Oh. Or no, I'm into uh, her. Uh. Carla Jury, who, who she played Deckard's daughter, right? Yeah, Stalin is, so, is doctor. Whatever. Yeah, Celine is doctor Anna Staline is Deckard's daughter, and that was Carla Jury. Mackenzie Davis played Mariette, who was the prostitute, I think. And but all, I mean, all of the lady, all the women in this movie were just fantastic. And that's, I know, that's like a "Hey, look at me, I'm awesome," and I respect women thing to say, but they were just all great. And I will not apologize for saying that. Never a white knighted as much as I have to. Uh <laughs> Batista <laughs> was also solid in a small role. He's
0: a is he a good actor? I think so. I'm just, I'm having a hard time deciding whether or not he is. I think he's a very good
1: actor. I'll say, which is very surprising because he was in the dumbest sport on earth, and that's pretty pretty incredible that he was able. You ever to watched it wrestling? I hate it so much.
0: It's fucking amazing. I hate it so much. It is so much fun. I hate it.
1: Uh, and I also will say, I liked. Jared Leto in this movie.
0: Well, he was great.
1: I never, I hate Jared Leto on principle, but he was fantastic. This is the that is the exact kind of role that he should play.
0: Every time.
1: Exactly. Over the top, insane, just silly, but cool. He was cool, and you know, I, I can, res- I'll, I'll respect him. I'll respect him for that. He gets, <laughs> he gets a couple more years of me not thinking he's trash until he does something. Well, he's playing Hefner, so that's gonna go away
0: pretty soon. Um yeah, Hugh the, Hefner it was a great man. He was okay. He was a piece <laughs> of shit. I'm just I saw, kidding.
1: I saw somebody on Twitter was like getting up on their high horse, like we shouldn't we should uh we should glorify Hugh Hefner because he bought a he bought a cemetery plot next to Marilyn Monroe so he could be buried next to her after he died. That's creepy. I was like, Who cares? You're dead.
0: I mean like who was stopping him?
1: And who cares? I don't think what does it matter? I uh, you can shoot me out of a can and you can eat me. I don't give a crap. I'll be dead. It's fine. I don't Listen,
0: know. please don't eat me. What would you care? You're dead. Might as well uh, that's the idea. I don't
1: want to become poop. I would that would be my that'd be the dream, honestly.
0: That's the dream. <laughs> well, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh Lee
1: only got a couple of scenes, so it's not like he was I thought he'd have a much more active role, but uh, Well he
0: wasn't like I mean, he was a lot like Snoke in The Force Awakens. Yeah,
1: no, and that's fine. She, Love, or, uh, yeah, Love was kind of his, he dispatched her to do his dirty work, which was fine, because she was fantastic, so I was okay oh, with so that. Oh, so good. And then, uh, Edward James almost returned from Blade for Runner. For one scene? For one scene, which meant nothing. It was just like, hey, do you know where Deckard is? Nope. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then Sean Young kind of came back, sort of.
0: Was that full hologram? Like, I have no idea what was going on, if that was a lookalike or not. It was
1: a mix of, like, I think a lookalike and CGI. She was the voice, but they used a different actress and then CGI'd her up a little bit.
0: Oh, she's still alive?
1: Yeah. I think.
0: They should have uh, just gotten yeah. old, Sean Young.
1: Yeah, she looks basically the same.
0: She's uh, still hot?
1: Well, this is from 2007, so maybe
0: not. It's only been 10 years.
1: Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Um. Let's see. So, CGI was great. Let's let's uh. Was let's it used 80%. a lot? Do you think I like I couldn't tell? Um. Obviously, for like environments and stuff like that. But uh if it did, it I don't care if it was like I like I've trashed on Avatar and I've trashed on a lot of movies. It's like okay, like Valerian, for instance. Like you're just making CGI. And this well, is just tra- a CGI. You're dumping CGI into my face, and I don't like it. But this, I really liked. This was really good, and it, it was pretty seamless for me. Like I didn't. Was, there were no points where it was like eye rolling, like oh, that looks so fake. It all blended together perfectly. And I really dug it. Ah, oh, so um, good. Uh, what other, what other things stood out to you? Um, things that did what else better or worse than the original.
0: The problem is I don't really remember the original all that well. Yeah. Um. So like I had no idea, <laughs> Edward James Olmos. Yeah. Like, okay. I had to look cool. that up.
1: I heard somebody kind of spoil a little bit, be like, "Oh, Gaff is in the movie." I was like, "Who?" So I did. I did a little bit of research, but
0: you Blade know, Runner. everybody's favorite character from Blade Runner One. Yeah. Uh,
1: what did you think about the score? Did you like it, the Blade Runner score or this one more?
0: Um, I they were similar, weren't they? Pretty similar. Yeah, they both um stuck with the synthesizer, which was amazing. I mm-hmm. loved it. I love the, the music in this movie. Yeah. I'm so into the the whole the synthesizer. I think it makes it so mysterious and just great. Yeah. Uh,
1: so there was something about the original that sounded a little bit more. Science fiction y. This one. Well, that's because to be fair, this
0: one was, uh, it was imitating that movie. So you're going to find that. It's like in Alien Covenant how, uh, they they brought back a little bit, right, from, uh, Hmm. Alien, but you could tell it was a different score.
1: Okay. I didn't really notice that in Alien Covenant, but this one was just like, oh, well. Vangelis would've been nice. This is good. This is this does the job. It's a, it's better than any other almost any other score I've heard this year, so it gets points. It you know, on its own it's my favorite, but it could have been a little bit more memorable. Memorable for me. And we did get the at the end, which was nice, the uh-huh, uh, main so theme. So that that made me happy. That left it on a on a good note. Um so what are there any things that you didn't like about this movie?
0: Honestly, not really. Yeah, maybe the length, but like, like we said, didn't really notice it. No, no,
1: it was it really. It it kept it kept your interest. It at least it kept mine. What did you What did you want to talk about with love?
0: Um. So there's a scene when um she has uh, they capture Harrison Ford, and ryan gosling shoots down their ship mm-hmm. you know the part i'm talking about and then they get into that fist fight yeah where she's like i'm better that was the rawest fight scene i've seen in a movie in years
1: yeah yeah that was pretty intense
0: it was like not even it didn't seem like it was choreographed and it was just oh, i i felt every hit yeah,
1: which are the best action scenes? Like the the Batman warehouse from BVS was like it was cool and stuff,
0: but there's it like nobody it was super choreographed. No one actually fights like that. Exactly. I like they're that. they're fighting dirty, and mm-hmm. it's just oh my gosh! This may that might have been my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was
1: a great ending. Like, I love small endings. That one's just you know the water levels rising. Got to get to Harrison Ford in time but Sylvia X is there and she's all she's hurting you because she's real tough you know
0: I I don't know why you would make robots that can drown yeah uh but that is is interesting
1: hmm uh so there was was one little there's a little detail that I just I really loved early on uh or later in the movie and it's after Ryan Gosling oddly enough goes to Las Vegas which was uh which kind of hurt (laughs) <laughs> with the with the week that has happened. Which, uh, oh, yeah. That wasn't fun. That was just bad timing. Kind of sucked.
0: I didn't really realize it, to tell you the truth. Yeah. And that makes me probably a pretty shitty person, but whatever. Yeah, that's okay.
1: <laughs> it was future Las Vegas, so it's not as identifiable, but there was enough. Um, there's this little touch. I don't know who th- thought it up and why and what why it's cool, but there's something about older characters who are kind of like past their... <laughs> Prime, I suppose that become beekeepers. Like has well, been a beekeeper. It. Sherlock Holmes was a beekeeper, and then he be and like in canon, he became a beekeeper after he was done, you know, solving crimes and stuff. And then uh, George Smiley from Tinker Tail or Soldier Spy became a beekeeper later in his life. And so well, it was when Deckard. I retire, exactly I'll a
0: beekeeper. I
1: anyway, know I've never gotten like a good. Nobody's ever explained it. It's just like oh well, when your character reaches a certain age, they. Keep some bees, man. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a tiny little touch. It doesn't make the movie any better, but it was like, a, huh, that's cool when I saw it. uh, Not like bad. Yeah, exactly. And um, so one of the things I was thinking about, and this kind of spurred when I was going in, and there was like a six-year-old kid with his dad taking a picture by the poster. Do you think this is going to have a same, a similar impact over, like, modern audiences
0: as the original did? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? Why? I don't think sequels do that, Um, for the most part. Okay. I mean, Star Wars will be different, but I just – I don't think um, – because Blade Runner was so radically different from every sci-fi movie we'd ever had before. Right. This one – while doing a really, really great job at it, is kind of just copying <laughs> Blade Runner 1. Mm,
1: I wouldn't say I agree with that. I think it's I think it's adding... I think it added on enough to the story and kind of pushed it, took it to a... You know. Oh, no,
0: I, I think I miss... It's not copying it. It's not trying to be like, oh, look, it's just Blade Runner again. But because it's set in the universe, it's established, it's not that new right it did add a lot i'm not saying it didn't add anything but i'm just saying it's like i don't know saying the hobbit is as big as a deal the movie the hobbit is as big as a deal in fantasy as the lord of the rings was oh so it's it's not true it's
1: not treading over any new ground but it is building up like the world and you think that Well, like
0: yeah, it's exploring the same themes, the world building is good. Yeah. But it's not Okay. Like I just the I'm first just... time we've ever seen this this universe. It's it's yeah, not I'm just, that new.
1: I'm just thinking for like modern audiences of who don't who know of Blade Runner but like, oh well, this is coming out and they don't because it's you know, it's got Ryan Gosling and I don't feel like watching the original. Like, do you think that this I I just I think this could be what Blade Runner was for you know, the 13-year-olds or whatever going to see this. It's going to have... It's going to be a cult movie for them, I think. Uh, I
0: mean, I don't even think it's going to be a cult movie. It's just going to be a popular movie. Yeah. Um, but not in the know. sense of,
1: like, Star Wars or something like that. No, like, no, but... No, because like, it is artsy-fartsy, which is great.
0: Fucking beautiful is what it is. Basically. Oof.
1: Um... I just feel like mentioning the guy. The guy that was sitting next to me was in the fetal position like the entire movie. Like his butt and his feet were on the seat, and he was like wrapped. His arms were wrapped around his legs. Because he was like,
0: uncomfortable, or just I
1: don't know. Like I just he was just doing it. Like everybody else was sort of like you know you shift from cheek to cheek every thirty minutes to keep the blood flowing or yeah whatever. But this, but guy, this guy was just you know curled up. I was like, you okay, buddy?
0: I um I changed my legs. I I crossed my leg. Yeah. So
1: Cut off man, the, I, cut off the I, circulation, and then you go, like, so your leg's asleep, and oh, that's fun. That's always my, a fun time.
0: Did you have to sit between two people?
1: Yes. Hashtag Because
0: as a, as a real flicks first, we were actually in the same movie theater for this one. That's We true. weren't sitting next to each other. That we know of. Because that's true.
1: Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> our schedules, like, are weird. We can't really... It's tough to find a, a specific time, Well, most but, of the
0: time, we, we say, hey, I'm going to see the movie now.
1: Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm working, or, oh, I just got done shooting up meth, or... Smoking yeah, meth? You know, do you smoke or
0: shoot up? I do both.
1: Oh, okay. It's 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 either or, but no. Yeah, that's fine. Uh um, back of your head looked great. You somehow I bought my ticket like a week ago and somehow you ended up with a better seat than me despite well, just getting be, it 20 minutes be fair, before the movie started.
0: I <laughs> sat between two people. Like I chose to sit between two people because I'm the worst person in the world. Oh, okay. But I wanted a good seat. See though watch all the movies that I wanted to see that day.
1: The seat so, that you had the seat that you had was not available when I bought my ticket. I would have gotten it. I don't care. Really? Yeah. Somebody
0: must have canceled then.
1: Hashtag sad, but oh well.
0: Not for me. Uh,
1: so I only have uh, one uh, negative. Um,
0: that I had a better seat than you?
1: other than that. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to, if somebody said, Mason, this needs to this needs to get a little bit leaner we need you to you know do you the do the mason mare cut of blackrunner 2049 oh cut out the sex scene yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's basically that's, it yeah it, like it i was, get i it i'm was not... super cool it was a cool concept yeah it's they um do something like that in her um yeah. except it doesn't work <laughs> i don't know in i'm her. just
1: i'm just not as interested in the the idea of what does it mean to be human that just that for, for somebody like me who loves kind of who loves like getting you know deep diving into these philosophical questions or whatever not out of you know pompousness just out of curiosity I I, I promise that just had never really appealed to me. It's like what makes you human? I don't know, you know, free will, a brain. You know, not being. Well, that's
0: what the that first movie was all about.
1: Yeah, and that, I guess that's the thing I like the least about it is that that, that question has just never really appealed to me and that whole sequence was just was that done from a different perspective of you know this this certain robot wants to be you know uh, wants to be s- is advanced enough in its own, its own intelligence and own uh, understanding of itself to know that it wants to be intimate in that kind of a way uh-huh. like I get it that's cool but there's also this m- cool mystery going on over here that I want to know more about, and I like mysteries, so can we just keep get going a little bit? And I think they set up like I think they set up the relationship between Gosling and his robot, or Kay or Joe, or whatever the hell he was, <laughs> and his robot well enough without getting that and uh, dragging that into it. And you know, it served the plot because it got the prostitute chick who. Who comes into play later on in the movie? So that you know it all works out fine and good, but that scene just didn't really do anything for me. So, and I guess you had the same feeling.
0: I mean, I I liked it fine because I got to see some of Mackenzie Davis, but yeah. Other than that, I understand it. It does. It takes away from the story that we're trying. They're trying to tell. I don't know what what the point was, honestly. Hmm. But. I'm not gonna say the movie was shitty because it was in there. No, no, by no means.
1: Um, but it's just something I didn't care for. That's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm all out of stuff to say. I think.
0: Well, it was a pretty open, open and shut. We both really liked the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's... Something
0: you need to see.
1: Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you want to give it a grade?
0: I'm gonna give this. How do we do it? Out of ten? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna
0: give it a nine.
1: I'll go. I'll go a nine as well. I really dug Here's it.
0: That's what I. I think that's what I gave it on Letterboxd. Yeah. Four and a half.
1: Yeah, that that equates. Cool. cool. Uh, so some watching, reading, listening, too. watching, yeah,
0: reading, right. listening too? That's one of my watching, reading, listening to. Um, I'm watching. Did I talk about eleven twenty two sixty three yet? I think so. Well, I'm done watching that. How was it? It was great. Really good. Um, I am reading The Stand by Stephen King. Nice. About a super flu. It's super good. Super flu? Yeah. Oh. Basically about the end of the world. I like viruses. It was good. It's good. It's really good. I'm about halfway done with it. It's longer than it which is very long. That is a very long very long book. I wouldn't know. I've never
1: read it, but I've heard it's very long.
0: <laughs> you should read it.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. It's good. What about you?
1: Uh I got a couple of things. Uh first of all, I actually did read a book. Not only did I read a book, I read it in like a day and a half, which I don't usually do.
0: It was The Hunger Games.
1: It was uh, Dan Brown, author of The Da Vinci Code. Oh, God. His latest book called Origin. I know, it's like, it's fast food of books, but I just, it's a page turner. It's, the chapters are short, it's a mystery, it's about science and religion and history and all that kind of crap, so I'm down for it. I had a good time with it. I even read War and Peace, but I've read Origin by Dan Brown, so I'm great. I'm just a great person. Uh... I mean I, I I recommend it. It's a nice I don't know why you released it now cuz it's like those books are the perfect summer reads ever. Just, you know, sit in a hammock for 3 hours and you know just bang through it, but whatever. I I enjoyed it. They're they're fun. They're fun, that's it. They're like national treasure to me. Just By the way, it is a it is a it's terrible. It's awful that we have not we do not get a new crappy Derivative nat- national treasure movie like every two years just because like can you really not get Nick Cage? We're gonna end this series in two thousand
0: seven. Oh, you God. absolutely can get Nick Cage. I know you can. I know
1: he does like ten movies a year. He never We're says no. It's <laughs> just keep making national treasure movies. I don't care. Just do it. God, that's that pisses me off. That really does. Um, but I enjoyed that. And then I saw a movie called Battle of the sexes. And How was it? It was everything I wanted it to be. It was fantastic.
0: Give and... me the book of Henry Rundown. Uh.
1: <laughs> so no. Uh no Emma Stone plays hours. Emma Stone plays Billie Jean King and who's who's a tennis player and then Steve crow plays Bobby Riggs, who's another male tennis player who comes out of retirement and challenges women to tennis matches. He beats the number one, which I didn't know about this. I thought the Battle of the Sexes match was like the first male versus female, but apparently he challenged another woman to a match and beat the crap out of her, like just annihilated her and kind of forced- literally. <laughs> no, not literally, figuratively, but in tennis, ter- in tennis terms, he beat the shit out of her, um, and kind of forced Billie Jean King to play him, um, and she did, and they did, and they, you know, they went from a 20, 000, like a seventy-five hundred-seat arena, like. Stadium kind of thing to like the Georgia Dome and ninety million people watching on TV. Um and just so Battle of the Sexes 2 was like bigger than the first one. So I didn't Did Emma know.
0: Did win that one? Can you spoil it for me?
1: Gotta watch the movie, man. Fuck. Gotta watch the movie. Or look it up on Wikipedia. Or just watch the movie. It's a, it's a great it's a great, great movie. I like I rated it about this i rated it the same as Blade Runner twenty forty nine. But at the end of the year list, I'm gonna no matter what I'm gonna have Battle of the Sexes over Blade Runner because I can see myself watching that like a hundred more times. Whereas Blade Runner 2049, a few, you know, like every now and again, I might, I'll revisit it. And But
0: I could see that being a once a year thing.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe once every couple, I don't know. But Battle of the Sex is just so entertaining and rewatchable. I just love that movie. So it's, it's one of my favorites of the year. It's definitely almost, I'm I'm definitely almost certain that it's going to be in my top 10 of the year because there's some knockouts one of which is coming in just a f- couple of weeks really hashtag the snowman you ready oh
0: boy isn't that like next week
1: yeah the Thursday after this is, it comes oh, out oh shit I'm hype as hell it's going to be the best I wonder if
0: I can read the book in time
1: yeah you are probably be able to it's pretty fast
0: do I want to though I think you do I think you do <laughs> we'll see it's real, it's real good uh, it's really good. It's a great book, everybody. Read yeah, the book. fantastic.
1: Make for a good movie, too. Read more books, people. Yeah, especially books by Dan Brown, right? Is that how no. this works?
0: Maybe by Joe Nesba. Joe Or Stephen King. He's good, too. Yeah. He's got J- a couple of books. J.K.
1: Rowling. She's she's talented.
0: Yay k Rowling. Because they don't say J and uh.
1: Oh, they don't. They, they don't, just Cody. Just they don't. They sure don't.
0: <laughs> oh Wolf. boy! Wow, we
1: we did it collectively.
0: Ooh, group we'll effort. That uh, hurt.
1: <laughs> So yeah, that's yeah. that's it for me. Um, any final thoughts on Blade Runner? Anything? Any topic we've discussed today?
0: Um. No, go and watch Blade Runner because there might be a Star Wars trailer attached to it. Don't think there is, but there might be. Maybe they'll add it. The new one. Oh, maybe. Just watch the Star Wars trailer, guys. Only and once. Buy your, buy Only your a double Only a couple tickets. of times, though. Yeah. Only I mean, a I'm times. seeing the double feature. What? Yeah, that's something. Um. What are you just going on Thursday to see it?
1: Yeah, I'm going with some friends to the Movie Tavern in Syrian King's, New York. So if you want to come there and assassinate me, be my guest.
0: My I, ha- I mean, I'll be <laughs> done. Not you before. specifically, but just oh, anybody. Oh no, I'm gonna do it though. Okay, well, I'll be there. Because I think my showing will be done by the time yours start. No,
1: seven thirty. I think is when it starts.
0: So mine will be done before. I'm, mine starts at six. #HashtagSad. I really and want to do get to double- watch oh. The Force Awakens too. Yeah. I'm th- I think it's worth $40, but it was completely worth it. Yeah,
1: I'm tempted. I'm really tempted.
0: Hmm. Tell your friends to go fuck themselves. Maybe. They probably don't even like Star Wars.
1: <laughs> no, I saw Rogue One with them, so I kind of I feel obligated, but I don't know. Maybe I might just get. <coughs> I think I'm coming down with something, Cody. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Two months uh... in ad- I'm sick two months in advance, guy. Sorry. <laughs> That's That'd be a good one to pull. Uh so next week I don't know there's literally nothing coming out so we'll we'll brainstorm something fun. Uh
0: Maybe we'll just take a week off. We'll see.
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: Unless we can think of something funny. And you, unless you did I give you Red Dawn or did I give Josh Red Dawn?
1: You gave me Red Dawn.
0: So we could have a Red Dawn episode.
1: Red Dawnathon? <laughs> oh, stop. We Both can't. Red Dawns. Debate the... Oh no. No.
0: no <laughs> compare no. and contrast just, just the Red Dawns. Red Dawn 1984
1: twice. What's Dawns in plural? Dawn plural. Is it just Dawns? Dawns. Okay. That's good to know. I feel like I should know that.
0: I've seen The Dawns. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Red Dawns of the Planet of the Apes?
0: Red Dawns of the Planet of the Apes. That might be a good movie. I just want to watch. I just. Fucking monkeys. Just say what you want about, uh.
1: I I will. Uh.
0: You know, uh. How boring it is, or how slow the pacing, whatever. Say whatever you want. You have to admit that Rutger Hauer's final speech in that movie is genius.
1: Oh, um, in Blade Runner.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's great. All these moments <laughs> will be lost. Yeah, you
1: know, I lo- I actually I- I'm remembering now that I read the book Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? in a sci-fi. Uh, English class. We just read sci-fi stuff in college.
0: Yeah, there's nothing like it, was it?
1: No, Deckard was like a fat guy. He was like bald and fat
0: and like, super. Yeah, I he I bad. remember I read like the first like 30 pages of the book. Yeah, and all he cared about was getting a real sheep. Yeah, I was
1: like, oh, okay. And then I'm glad they left that part out because that probably wouldn't translate very well. But uh, <laughs> so that's as a, as C J. Craig likes to say, that's a full lid, you guys. Um. So until next time, you can follow You're at so underscore I love it on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. We just got a brand new one, so new five stars. It really, so can you s- read it? Um, sorry, I can't. The new I I updated my phone and the new podcast app for iTunes is terrible. It is. It is bad. Apple. It's Hold on. Let me. Oh,
0: never mind. I I think no. we should. We'll read it next time. We'll call <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's a it's a full lit. I'm DJ Craig. So until <laughs> until next time, Cody scenes. What did you Totzins. say? scenes It's goodbye in Afrikaans. That's that's the new bit. I'm going to say goodbye in a different language every episode. Buckle up. It's going to uh. be awesome. We're going to start from the top. So next week, look forward to Albanian, guys. <laughs> oh, my Albanian God. Albanian
0: isn't good. There's, there's two d- a shitload of of uh. Yeah. There's, languages.
1: There's two dots over the E, so I'm going to have to really study. I'm going to cram for this one, so... <laughs> Tot scenes, Cody. Tot scenes.
0: Tot scenes.